Hey guys, this is Angel. Just wanted to give you a little disclaimer. This week's episode does have music throughout the entire message. Um, there's a lot of good content in there. This is just a beautifully, <laughs> a beautiful era of my six-year-old and editing at the same time. Lesson learned, but the content is so good. I didn't want to lose it. So I just wanted to give you guys that preview. There's absolutely going to be music throughout the entire episode, but listen for the content. It's beautiful. It's amazing. Um, it will feed you. And I'm so curious to hear feedback from you guys. Happy listening. Hey, happy Tuesday. Um, Peace and blessings to everybody. This is your girl, Angel, here for another episode of Fix My Crown. I honestly wanted to take this time to simply just talk about my day. (laughs) Oh, man. So um, I have been doing a lot of personal development. This is something that's kind of been triggered through the pandemic. I am forever grateful for it. It has seeped so heavily within me and it is so necessary. And yeah, so today started off like any other day. And um, on Tuesdays and Fridays, I have a personal development podcast that I listen to. Really love it. It's called The Grind. Um, Pam and Nate McCray are the hosts. They're phenomenal people. They basically just talk about a lot of self-reflection, self-growth, accountability type nuggets that ultimately grow and inspire the entrepreneurial mind. Just put that out there. So either way, today, it was really interesting because there was so much going on on Tuesdays at my job. I work the social um, depart- social work department independently. My colleague is actually off on Tuesdays. Not a big deal. It's the norm. So today picked up a little busy. Um, again, nothing I can't handle. But it was interesting because I still had the podcast in one ear, the headset in another ear, typing, going along, answering phone calls. But as the phone time was down or while I'm documenting, I'm honing in on my podcast. So today, Nate was initially speaking about an acronym that he called DIRD, basically discover, uncover, recover, and dominate. Now, while in between that, I didn't get to really hone in on everything, and I know I'm going to have to go back and listen to this podcast to really get all the nuggets, but I definitely was able to get dirt, which basically was inspired by Duds. He's an army individual, and basically he said a dud is something that once manipulated, if it does not explode, then they consider it a dud. So basically, he was just equ- equivalating that to to life, saying that a dud is qualified by somebody that didn't, somebody that never explored their purpose, never explored their purpose. How deep is that to live your whole life and never explore your purpose? But something else, another nugget I was able to catch 
was pain is necessary. Now, the last podcast prior to that, he mentioned pain was necessary before. And he talked about the levels of um, growth. So I was already kind of familiar about him kind of discussing about, you know, being underground, coming above the ground, being underground to create the environment, coming above where that environment becomes the atmosphere. And so we already was kind of like on one direction and transitioning into something further today. But one thing that stood out to me was pain is necessary. I bring that up because today while I was on call, I actually spoke with um, an individual that I was referred to speak to just so that I can re-enroll them into a program. So I made the phone call. Um, The person that I was speaking to was actually not the person, but but was the authorized caregiver, which happened to be a family member. And that interaction was so negative. When I say anything that we could identify in regards to the way our own people continue to pull us down, that crab in the, in the bucket type of atmosphere. And so it was one of those experiences where she informed me that she'd rather have work with my coworker. Now, this individual is the same ethnic background as myself. One of the things that I experience in my role is how people will will literally tear us down and make us feel like a peon. So she identified that she'd rather work with my colleague who is of the European ethnicity. And as much as she was slapping me and disrespecting me with her words and um, denying my ability to service her, I felt an urge to not stop pursuing the ability to help her. In the moment, I don't know why I was doing it. (laughs) Because ultimately, I really was like, sis, listen, she was irate. When will she be back? And I'm like, listen, hold up, slow down. It's just an off day. This is no different than any other week. This is just an off day. Sister girl will be back. Well, not even sister girl, excuse me, (laughs) y'all. Old girl will be back tomorrow. Just relax, you know what I mean? But um, as my mother would call it, the blood of Jesus. (laughs) But honestly, um, I just could not. I stayed calm, but I absolutely began to get firm. Getting firm in not allowing her to deteriorate the image that I have worked so vigorously to have for myself the respect that I have grown to affirm to myself. I will not allow her experience to tear all of that down. And I honestly have been very emotional today as I have for the last month or so for obvious reason with the culture and the climate that we have going on in just Black America, right? 
white black America, the world society as a whole. So um, I was very much so agitated by her actions, but I still remained my cool. Although I was stern, I still offered my support. So the ending of that situation was that I did continue to assist and I was able to help her with the need in ensuring that her loved one received the service in the program renewal that was necessary. But do you think that person apologized? Do you think that person honed back? What she did express to me was, don't take it personal. And I, how do you not take it personal, right? <laughs> you mean, I mean, seriously, somebody saying, don't take it personal. I know I'm disrespecting you. I know I'm being rude to you, but don't take it personal. Listen, let's just say when the phone ended, I absolutely had to call on some support because then and only then that I allow myself to really experience and feel that whole scenario as it had happened and really hone in on the experience of disbelief, um, I mean, of disrespect, of downgrading that she actually did with me on a recorded phone call. Um, so I bring all of that up to say that ultimately I've been pouring into myself, right? What I realized is that without even consciously doing so, I started following some of the seeds that I had planted within myself. I absolutely created my environment. Although she was being negative, no, although she was, you know, giving me a very negative energy. I still maintain my professionalism. I still maintain my positivity. Although I did get firm, I was no longer, I was not disrespectful. My firmness was more so solidifying my presence to help, solidifying that we will remain respectful to one another, solidifying that I am absolutely capable, if not overly capable, to assist with this task at hand. And so with that creating of the environment and keeping my energy, I had developed my atmosphere. I hadn't even really realized I had identified, I had, which is my atmosphere was identified um, in the podcast as your value. What are you creating? What is the atmosphere? I didn't allow that experience to take me out of my atmosphere of calm, my atmosphere of of um, support, my purpose of help, my purpose of why I called. I didn't allow her to deter me from that, which ultimately created a whole environment. Even though we were in that phone call, it created a positive environment amongst negativity. So it's kind of like something we would have seen on um, like Care Bears when they say their chant and they let their energy flow out of their belly. And whatever negativity is going on, it's kind of you see that battle of the energy. And that's exactly what I felt was happening. Although, again, I did have to call on some support, y'all, once I ended that phone call. But what mattered, what was going on in that phone call, that was my test. Because I'm allowed to feel, but how did I respond in that moment? I was absolutely professional. I was absolutely respectful. And I absolutely got the job done, despite the fact that the person's energy did not present on a level of... Um, gratitude or worthiness. 
but I still did it because I knew my purpose and I stayed in alignment with what my purpose was in that phone call. So what I'm bringing all of this out to as well, again, is honestly in the same support of creating my atmosphere, supporting my atmosphere and my value. My value is to help people. My value is to bring resources through to underrepresented populations. I work with a a lot of at-risk individuals, but with that being said, the importance of planting these seeds was so vital. It was so vital. I've had such a rough week and a half. I lost a family member that was dear to me that was someone in the public eye. So there's a repetition of the reminder of that loved one being lost. I had a caring moment <laughs> at the nail salon. Yes, I was masked, everybody. We took absolute precaution, but yes, I was caring. I was absolutely caring. That's a whole nother episode. But let's just say you get to see people's intention when you go through experiences and their takeaway and your takeaway is on two different levels, right? But either way, I had experienced so much energy. Today is Tuesday between Friday and Tuesday that honestly, I really had the energy um capability to explode on anybody that came at me left but because I had already been planting seeds through my personal development and I also um, I'm a part of girl hold my hand with coach stormy and her last um our last call was about I am enough I am enough It was so powerful that whole hour. If you haven't checked her out, I would absolutely encourage you to at least check out her um, Instagram page, which I believe is just Coach Stormy. But she absolutely has a group called Girl Hold My Hand. It's a monthly. um, We do two calls a month. And it's just a platform of positive-minded individuals that are there to support and love on each other and hold each other accountability through our growth. And it's amazing. So I have literally been feeding myself. So I'm just here to give a friendly reminder or to affirm someone that may have just been wondering about You know, how do I change my attitude? How do I turn this all around? How do I get myself in such a good place that things start to become second nature to me? Personal development is everything. It absolutely is the seeds that you're planting within yourself. And then you start to hold yourself accountability for the work. And all all together, hand in hand, you will breed phenomenal response phenomenal response and then even when I look back and she said don't take it personal and I'm sitting here looking in my personal development journal now um, there is a book called the four agreements and that in itself was something I did maybe in early June late May early June but it was so interesting of course, when she said, don't take it personal, it, it, it makes you feel like inherited to take it personal because you're trying to you're trying to make me feel some kind of way. Right. But when I thought about it, I was like, wow, she's right. Don't take it personal. 
So with the four agreements, just without getting into the full book, but just kind of giving you the a cliff notes. One is to be impeccable with your words, meaning choose your words with intention. Choose your words with intention. Again, if we go back, that's creating your environment, your energy, right? Don't take anything personal. <laughs> Taking things personal is honestly a selfish approach to life. Do not take it personal. Why? Because we can't control what? Human behavior. So I cannot control how somebody's going to receive me. I cannot control how somebody's going to uh, presumption, perception, I'm sorry, of what it is that I say. Only thing that I can control is angel. Right. So with that being said, people are hurt and we always say hurt people hurt people. So therefore, her energy had nothing to do with me. She was in that place before I even made that phone call. So she's absolutely right. Don't take anything personal. Don't take it personal. I had to remind myself, what am I doing? Right. The third thing is don't make assumptions. Don't make assumptions, a.k.a. don't gossip, y'all. I know it's hard. Gossiping is basically a transference of toxins. You gossip about this person and that person. Nobody knows facts. We're only talking about assumptions. Well, I think and you think and girl, what you said. That's what I was thinking. Nah, man. Bump all that. If you want to know something, just ask the question. Get clarity. Gossip creates fog. Fog confuses. You can't see through fog. It's confusion. Now, the fourth agreement is always do your best. Your best is going to change depending on the season that you're in, but you're always going to do your best. You're always going to present. For your season that's at hand, you may have the world sitting on your shoulders and you may just have enough energy just to lift your head. But you lift your head because the energy that you put into lifting your head is positivity that's going to reward you. Work for the reward. Don't working for the reward, it builds resistance. It builds resistance because you're looking for something. There's an expectation of something. And when you don't receive it, it can absolutely fuel negativity, can fuel depression, can fuel thoughts of failure. So work without the reward. Work without the reward. And that's why it's so important to get aligned with purpose. Because when you get aligned with purpose, you're not looking at things for the reward. You're not looking at it to um, see what I'm going to get or how much they're going to pay me for this. You're doing it for some deep-seated satisfaction that has nothing to do with you, honestly. It could just be the gratitude of knowing that you got somebody housed. It can be the gratitude of knowing that this person can now be renewed in a program that affords them the opportunity to be able to have medication access. You know what I mean? Just the fact that you're planting that seed of helpfulness into society, into the world, to the full cycle of energy, that becomes my reward. I don't get anything. I get no compensation for the things that I do because I chose to be a service worker. I, I chose to be a in a health profession. So always do your best but I'll leave with this 
ultimately I wanted to honestly take more control of the experience and make it into a learning lesson as well as make it into a positive. I absolutely was able to get my workout done today. My workout was so beautiful. It was so aligned for what I needed. It allowed me to jiggle and wiggle all the negativity up out of my body. It happened to be a dance, um, dance, dancer size <laughs> um, which was really helpful for me and then I was able to post my positivity in response to that I was able to cleanse my body and renew myself you know what I mean I have my tea tree oil in my shower I use that antibacterial I look at that as a way of cleansing and removing toxins and I do that spiritually as well as physically so I'm feeling good I'm out of the shower I took care of my home my chores my duties my family is fed I'm so overjoyed and I'm so grateful and earlier today who would have known I was hot hotter than what they call hotter than fish grease y'all hotter than fish grease y'all <laughs> but I passed that test I gave her my best even in this situation, I gave her my best. So this is a kudos to myself, but it's also an affirmation as well as taking this teaching lesson and this teaching moment and just helping to reiterate, guys. Feed yourself, feed your spirit, feed your soul. It's more to feeding than just your face, than your body. You know what I mean? We need to feed our spirits. Our spirits are just as hungry as our physical bodies. And it only produces what we feed it. If we feed it junk, we give junk. When we feed it personal um, growth and we feed it positivity, it rewards us with our automatic response of growth. That even when we think about it and process it in our truth and our human ways, we can't even figure out how we made it. How I do that? But it's such an amazing feeling to know that what was meant to hold me back, I, man, I aced that test without even trying, without even trying. So that's basically, you know, the positivity I wanted to spread today. I wanted to put that word out there. So my question to you is, what are you feeding yourself? What are you planting within you? And if you don't know, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. There's plenty we can do, guys. There's plenty we can brainstorm. Follow me on Instagram at FixMyCrown. That's F-I-X-M-Y-C-R, the number zero, W-N, FixMyCrown. And DM me. Let's talk about it. Let's have a full-fledged conversation. What are you feeding yourself? When you respond to things, how do you respond? If you don't know what you're feeding yourself, how are you responding to stressful situations? How do you respond when somebody disrespects you? That's how you really know what you're feeding yourself. Let's talk, guys. This was a beautiful, a beautiful um, segment. And honestly, I just want to stop in and just share that again, like I said, to turn something that was meant for negativity into a positive. So I'm spreading love. I hope all is well. And guys, let's talk about this. Let's get the conversation going. Let, let's hold each other accountable. And what is it that you're going to plant? Think about it. What progress do you want to see in yourself in the next 30 days? We're going into July 1st. Let's make some goals.
All right, so for today's quote, it's going to come from none other than Marsha Johnson. We are honoring her legacy as an activist of the LGBTQ world, and she tirelessly, tirelessly, I'm sorry, advocated on behalf of sex workers, prisoners, and people living with HIV AIDS. And today we honor her. If you haven't heard about her or Stonewall, definitely it's worth the mention as we celebrate Pride Month and we honor our LGBTQ brothers and sisters um, as in this last day of Pride Month. She had a quote that hit me pretty along the lines of what we were talking about today. Her quote says, history isn't something you look back at and say it was inevitable. It happens because people make decisions that are sometimes very impulsive and of the moment, but those moments are cumulative realities. How fitting is that for today? What are you feeding your spirit? What are you feeding your mind? We make decisions that are so subconscious, so unconscious. We don't, we don't, always have the moment to think about how we're going to respond and how we're going to react to a situation. But what helps us is what we plant within us. So similar to what Sister Johnson is saying here, history isn't something you look back at and say it was inevitable. You can't say that. It was. You can't say it was inevitable to happen. It happens because people make decisions that are sometimes very impulsive and of the moment. But those moments are cumulative realities. Those moments are built off what you feed yourself. So without further ado, that's going to be our quote for today. Again, Marsha Johnson, who is an activist and lived in what was believed to be a transgender woman. And we present this quote in honor of LGBTQ month as we bring it to a close this June. So peace and blessings, everyone. And please remember that you are worth it. You are so worth it. We all have a purpose out here and we have got to live on our purpose. We've got to stay aligned. We have to get aligned. It's not too late. As long as you have breath within you, there's always the opportunity to make change. All right, guys, until next episode, love you so much. Angel, peace.